Coming up, we'll talk about Nick Hoffman's late entry to the Chili Bowl, plus what's ahead for him in 2023, and the difficulty of drivers jumping around to different car types. Let's go. It's Wednesday, January 4th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We're just a few days away from teams beginning to load into the Tulsa Expo Center for the Chili Bowl, but we're still adding entries for the event. As of January 1st, the official count of entries over at ChiliBowl.com is 360, but we might be north of that come Saturday for the practice day. Last night, Wikipedia tweeted that modified and a late model racer Nick Hoffman will be back in the building for his third Chili Bowl Nationals. He'll drive a NOS Energy Drink sponsored car, uh, the number 2H4 Rams Racing. This is notable for a few reasons, but mostly because Hoffman has been cleared by his doctors to officially t- uh, return to racing following that terrible crash he was involved in. Uh, that was with his dad and crew member Mason. Back in early September, the trio was injured in a highway crash with their toter home while en route to Illinois. Hoffman did race just a few weeks after that and won. Uh, but I'd heard he hadn't been officially cleared by his doctors yet, and they su- uh, weren't super thrilled with him getting back in a car. So he ended up sitting out the rest of 2022, helping out his modified customers, and you know we saw him at events like the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Now that he's clear, though, Hoffman can kick, hop, uh, kick off his 2023 season that will mostly focus on his rookie season with the World of Outlaws Late Models. He is driving uh, for Titroarg this season. Hoffman's two previous Chili Bowl appearances included an E-Main finish in his first time uh, in 2021, and then a Saturday B-Main last year in 2022. That B-Main finish last season came after he also ended up fifth on his prelim night. Hoffman shared on his Facebook page that he's headed to Tulsa for the weekend to test and practice and then run his prelim night on Monday. He'll then return to North Carolina for the remainder of the week to finish up work on his lay model. He's going to race Saturday back in Tulsa, and then he's testing Golden Isles in Georgia the following Monday and Tuesday. And that's before starting the outlaw season on Wednesday at Volusia. So it'll be a busy couple of weeks for Hoffman. I think Hoffman's an interesting character, though, in dirt racing. Definitely kind of an old school feel to him with his career in Modifieds. He builds his own cars, runs his own chassis company. And he races a whole lot through the season. At least he has the last couple of years and, and for a lot of his career. He's ruffled some feathers and hurt some feelings along the way with what he's been able to do with his elite chassis. His cars always draw a ton of attention, but that's because he wins a lot. And I don't know if I think he's gotten enough attention nationally for what he's done in his accomplishments. And the criticism for Hoffman is going to be that he's just a UMP modified guy and he's kind of a big fish in a small pond. And maybe that's true, but he's also an innovator and not afraid to step outside his comfort zone and race other stuff. We've seen that the last few years with things like the Chili Bowl, like we're talking about here, and his small steps in the Dirt Lay model ranks. I do think he has a very good chance of having success in 2023 against the Outlaws because of his ability to push the envelope with car setups. And that's really on top of the fact that I think he's just a talented driver behind the wheel. We've seen flashes of what's possible for him in the last few years in the late model and some of the scattered starts he's gotten. If you look at that fill-in role he had uh, in 2021 for Scott Bloomquist, he had a third at Batesville during the Topless 100 weekend and a seventh in the North-South 100 at Florence. Those were big-time events with the best in the business, and he was right in the mix. I think under the right circumstances this season, with the right resources, he could be a tough one against the Outlaws. And as we talk about this, something else that I think doesn't get talked about enough, uh, and this goes back to guys like Hoffman bouncing from car type to car type, is just how difficult that really is to do. 
Flow Racing has a video this week with Matt Dillner visiting Ma uh, Alex Bowman's sprint car and midget shop, uh, and it's something that Bowman touched on. He talked about how long it took him to get somewhat comfortable driving the sprint car and for him to calm down a bit, and then he goes through kind of that same process on a little bit of a smaller scale, uh, but have to go, uh, has to go through that again when he's been out of the sprint car for a while. We watch Kyle Larson do it with ease. You know, he'll run the cup car on the weekend, the lay model on a Tuesday, the sprint car on a Thursday, and he'll be back in the cup car by Saturday. But in reality, that's a very, very difficult thing to actually do well. You know, cars are different sizes. You sit in them differently. The steering wheel and, and pedal positions change. The power to weight ratios are often very different. Services are different. There's a lot to wrap your brain around when doing that. And Larson makes it look easy. You know, we forget how difficult that really is to do. And I think that's why it's so impressive to watch Larson or Hoffman or like think about a guy like Rick, you know, Ricky Thornton Jr. that we just, uh, you know, watch at the Tulsa shootout who's going to run again at the Chili Bowl and, you know, some of these open wheel races. Or think about a guy like Stuart Friesen, like we talked about last week. You know, Friesen runs, you know, in the truck series in NASCAR. He's, you know, big in the big block modifieds. We've seen him win World of Outlaw Sprint Car races. He's run the late model some. There are a few examples of guys that do it throughout the year. And it really cuts down to the core of being a race car driver. You think of someone who's just a pure driver and just purely talented could get in any type of race car and just make it go fast. And when you strip out the money and the politics and all of the other BS, that's really what this is all about. Uh, this got brought up uh, in the comments yesterday. And, and uh, you know, it's something that, you know, these, these events happen throughout the year. They're much bigger events. They're not really fan-focused events. They're more kind of, uh, you know, competitor-focused events. But in Arizona, the IMCA Winter Nationals are getting started today at Kokopah Speedway. Five divisions, including Modifieds, Northern Sport Mods, Stock Cars, Hobby Stocks, and Sport Compacts. They're going to compete seven nights uh, between now and January 14th. If you'd like to catch any of the action, live streams will be available through Speedsport TV and IMCA TV. This week in podcast land, Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Gary Thomas. Hoagie's Garage has Jody Rosenboom. And there are new episodes of the Dirt Reporters from Dirt on Dirt. And there is a new episode of Passing Points Down Under. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And if you want to hear more from me this week, uh, I joined J uh, Derek Yoder and Brian Murphy last night on the All Things Go podcast. We talked Dirt Tracker, the Chili Bowl, some Tulsa shootout stuff, my NASCAR career, and a whole lot more. You can find that episode on uh, Apple Podcasts, or if you go find the retweet on my personal Twitter account at Justin underscore Fiedler. There are four shows on the streaming schedule today, and this kind of streaming schedule will continue to ramp up in the coming days. Flow Racing has action down under Fum Huntley International Speedway, plus Flow 24-7. Speedsport has the first day of the IMCA Winter Nationals from Cocopa. Like I mentioned, there's also Dirt Vision now. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, uh, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. And I know as we get closer to Chili Bowl, there's some of the Chili Bowl pools floating around. And if you want to uh, have an advantage over the people that you're going to be competing in uh, over the next week or so, grab a uh, subscription to Dirt Tracker Plus. I've got the entire history of the Chili Bowl. All of the Saturday uh, championship races are in the database. And I've got a ton of the prelim nights, I think back to 2006 or 2005. So a ton of information, something like 108 race nights. There's almost 2,000 drivers represented. You know, you can compare drivers on there. If you want to go look at what they did, you know, in USAC Midgets this year, maybe what they did uh, in some of the sprint car stuff, don't search around, don't Google. I've got all of that stuff available for you in that uh, you can get a subscription to Dirt Tracker Plus for $4.99 for the month or $49.99 for the entire year. Uh, and even if you don't want to buy the subscription, just go to dirttracker.com slash analytics, you know, click on the Chili Bowl section. A lot of that information is also available in there for free. So check that out over the next couple of days as the Chili Bowl pool stuff starts to kind of come out. 
All right, that's it for the show. Have a good Wednesday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.